Welcome to the Livelihood Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Melinda Francois, a business coach, strategist, and project manager. I help people like you to package their unique knowledge and skills to create multiple streams of income and build sustainable online businesses. I've gone from being broke, living paycheck to paycheck, to building a five-figure coaching and consulting company. I did this by overcoming my scarcity thinking and I've mastered the art of my thoughts, habits, and words to create the life I want for myself. I want to help others to tap into their higher self to create a business they love and to reduce dependency on one stream of income. We each have gifts that can be explored and this podcast will help you to get the confidence to maximize your potential, to achieve what you want and take the desired actions to accomplish them. I'll be sharing tips on scarcity mindset, generational poverty patterns, business strategy, online marketing, habit building and content creation. Growth is intentional and does not have to be lonely. And I'm here to help you build generational wealth one step at a time by taking a look at the whole picture. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the Livelihood Matters podcast. We are already on episode 9 and I want to talk about employee mindset versus the entrepreneurial mindset and how to make the transition from employee to entrepreneur. So in my previous episodes, I spoke about scarcity and I gave an introduction about what it means and the impact it can have on your life. I also touched on the importance of having more than one stream of income and I shared some strategies that you can use to identify some of your money-making activities. Two additional topics I discussed were the importance of starting an online business right now and the careers you can focus on during the early stages of business. So this has been, by far, an extremely exciting and expansive journey. And over the past few weeks, I really had to step into my higher self to help you understand what it means to improve your livelihood. But thankfully, this is just the beginning of demystifying the culture of entrepreneurship in the Caribbean and Dominica. And I'll be expounding on some topics as we go on in this podcast. So let's get started. There are many facets that come into play when you decide to start a business, and it's not just about making money and growing. It's about capabilities, time, habits, and mindsets. Your self-esteem and your ability to manage emotions, how you go about your day, and your attitude are very integral. But sadly, we usually disregard these things as pre-qualifying criteria, and we focus so much on the money. Into this episode, I want to really dive deeper into the employee mindset and how disruptive and debilitating it can be, especially if you want to become an entrepreneur. I want you to understand the transitioning from one mode of thinking to another and how it's going to help cause a mindset shift that you're going to need to sustain your business. But note, I can share tips on scarcity, abundance, how to identify your skills, the importance of online business, money mindset, etc. all day. But only a few people will be able to take this advice and implement the lessons to sustain it. And this is because running a business is more than just the money, the systems, the networks, and people. It's the leader's ability behind the business, his ability to manage his emotions and mind, to critically analyze situations that make it, that help him make decisions, and that's what's going to make him stand out. We often have all the knowledge and skills required to change our circumstances, but we lack the mental capacity to do the work, to focus on the goal, to make sacrifices, to deny ourselves comfort, and to endure challenges that are required to see the change that we really, really want. 
But on the other hand, the decisions you make will be based on whether you want to remain an employee for life or become an entrepreneur. So if you were trained to become an employee most of your life, naturally the thing that you want to do is acquire knowledge and skills that will help you become a better employee. Whether it's following a set of rules and dressing a particular way, speaking one way and holding certain beliefs on workplace dynamics. But entrepreneurs are not binded to one set of rules or ways of behaving and they are still able to achieve the success they want. That is because they are open, they are visionaries. But before I explain the intricacies of transitioning, I'd like to highlight the fact that employees can still be entrepreneurial in nature and not be independent entrepreneurs. <laughs> I say this because you may have an idea, a strategy, you might do the market research and create a business plan and not be worried or interested in handling the responsibility of actually growing a business. So what you find is some employers have employees who contribute towards their creative process and that makes the organization successful but the employees cannot take full responsibility to do it as a business owner on their own. When you decide that you want to change your narrative and start a side hustle or even go full-time into entrepreneurship, your thinking might still be based on the colonized culture of what an employer and employee should be. So today, I want to get you thinking about how you can make the leap in your mind because it starts in your mind. To transition from an employee mindset to entrepreneurial mindset is not a simple shift. It takes emotional and spiritual strength to truly step out of a system where everything is already laid out for you to make independent decisions and be responsible for your own success and failure. For anyone shifting from one mode to another will require an intentional shift in their thinking, their habits, and their lifestyles. There are some mindset shifts you need to make to transition from employee thinking to entrepreneurial thinking. According to entrepreneur.com, there are things that employees need to learn as they transition from an employee to an entrepreneur, and I will further explain them below. So number one, you are held accountable for all your decisions as an entrepreneur. So there's no time to blame anyone. You are responsible for critical decisions, and employees seldom make core decisions. But when you transition, you will be able to do one saying, how much to invest in staff training, whether you have staff or not, whether to hire or outsource, when is a good time to cut down on marketing expenses, when to fire or quote someone, which new partner to take on, what new administrative costs can be eliminated, and so much more. So most importantly, you won't be able to deny or delay it because every time you spend pondering is an additional cost for your company. So as an entrepreneur, your decision-making capability should be simple and prompt. The next thing is you have to see the vision as an entrepreneur. You have to think of what needs to be done now while you consider what needs to be done later. You must plan for risk or look for opportunities and threats without seeing them as challenges. Your role is to be the visionary and the realist, for instance. If you are launching a new product or service, you cannot do this based on feelings. Write down your process and vision for it. Is it going to be a one-off thing? How much money or time are you going to invest in doing it? Think of whether it will add value or just another expensive hobby. Anything you do today, tomorrow, or for some now will impact your business positively or negatively. So you have to start making calculated decisions that are not emotion-based. Another thing you have to do as an entrepreneur is you are not using a linear measurement. Notice that and pay attention to that. You are running a dynamic business, which means some things have to be intuitive and won't always flow in a chronological order. So therefore, your thoughts about managing multiple moving parts should be simple. You cannot implement one methodology for everything. There are instances where you're going to need to do more deep work to solve problems. As an employee, you are limited to using your creativity and sense of independence. But when you become an entrepreneur, you are driven by your innovative ideas. 
And that is a unique characteristic that propels how risk adverse you are. That is how much risk you are willing to take. Entrepreneurs constantly take risk and are willing to learn from their mistakes. This allows you to navigate through challenging times or challenging situations with less strength and help you to be more flexible. The fourth thing is people who turn from employee mindset to entrepreneurial must pay attention to their value bank. By this, I mean their knowledge and skills. Avoid getting stuck with absolute information that is irrelevant. Most employees were taught to go to school, to get a degree, to get a job, but not to fully focus on lifelong learning. Learning always seems definite for majority unless it's required for career progression. Some people might take offense to this, but people get very comfortable with a 5 or 10 year degree and hardly increase their knowledge outside of what they need, unless it's for a job. But when you transition to an entrepreneur, you have to engage in lifelong learning and be always eager to enhance your knowledge and understanding of multiple disciplines and concepts that are really surrounding the business and life. As an entrepreneur, you need to understand your financials, your marketing, your human resources, networks, relationships, and more. Another observation is that employees aim to be specialists and limit themselves to focusing on one area of study. As an entrepreneur, you need to be, un- you need to be able to understand the whole picture. Example, for online entrepreneurs, it would be like, it would be advantageous to understand the basics of attracting a client, how to set up your sales funnel, using QuickBooks or other accounting softwares, running a statistical report, updating your website, preparing a client report, designing a flyer, managing administrative tasks if necessary. You cannot exclude yourself from learning these core areas because you will never know when you need to perform this task. These are particularly popular to pay attention to, especially when you are surrounded by people who are mostly employees. What you are learning, what you are putting and adding to your value bank. Now that I've opened your mind on the differences, I'd like to share that most people like the idea of entrepreneurship, but do not fully comprehend the demand it has on their time and their mind. When someone decides to use their skills to turn it into a profitable business, but they still operate like an employee, they are setting themselves up for failure. Remember this. Robert Kiyosaki mentioned in the medium.com that most entrepreneurs have certain skills that help them to grow. And some of these skills he mentioned are ability to focus, your time management, your personal branding, and your relationship building. I want to just add some more to them so you can understand better. Your ability to focus is important. You are going to need to zone out a few times and eliminate distractions. I believe that is, that is a tough thing, even for me at times. You need to find a personal space to focus on one course of action until it is complete. And even sometimes you might need a few hours, a day or a week, but you will need to pull yourself out of the world and zone out. Those closest to you may not understand and that is where the emotional strength comes and you have to let them know. Another thing is your time management. As an entrepreneur, you're going to have to sacrifice time for leisure and swap work to really get more traction in your life and business. You have to cut off things. You have to opt out of family fun day to finish the design for a client to create content. And even for me, when I have to manage my time, it starts with managing my mind. I have to tell myself that you need to get this. So prioritizing is a major part of my life and some of the things that take a back burner and I really have to put them back for a while to focus on what really matters, what is urgent and what is important. So for instance, I had to stop everything I was doing last weekend to focus on my podcast script to complete it by Sunday to get it edited by my editor for Monday. I could have been watching a movie, but I had to stop it. Then I had a two-day training to attend, so I had to cut off everything else and spend my two days in a two-day training. So you have to make the sacrifices when necessary, and it can be anything, but there are things you have to swap off leisure to focus on work. The third thing is your personal branding. I talk about this a lot. 
I did an entire presentation on how to build your personal brand online. If you would like a copy, please send me an email so you can get the download link. Your personal brand is what people see and think of you online. It shapes your entire identity, whether they buy or not, and this should be consistent. For instance, if you are portraying yourself as a graphic designer online, your messaging should be consistent. As an online business coach and strategist, I share tips for individuals who want to start and grow an online business. So what I do is under the umbrella of business coaching, so I cover different factors that impact it or enhances it. But I cannot all of a sudden start sharing products and promoting stuff like an influencer. It is not part of my personal brand and it can confuse my followers. So when you are promoting your personal brand online, be mindful of your messaging. Is it consistent? I see a lot of people doing that, but I'm not here for this. And the last thing is relationship building. One Dominican artist, Asa Banton, has a popular song that says, I know people that know people. <laughs> so ideally, you are as successful as your network. Thus, as an employee, the people who will be valuable to you to get your jobs will not be the same people who will be valuable to you as a business owner. Robert Kiyosaki said, Build relationships with everybody, seek good partners, but do not partner with anybody since not everyone is meant to be an entrepreneur. I'd also like to add to this. I say get a good mentor or coach and do not, when I say do not, do not take advice from people who do not have the mental capacity, who have never done what you want to do. Very important. Not because somebody has a PhD and they have influence that they can give you advice on a particular topic. If they have never done it before, they cannot help you. So be careful and be mindful of this. So having said that, I will repeat, not everyone is cut out to be an entrepreneur. Think about it. The world needs employees as well. But nonetheless, if your aim is to gain financial freedom, then one source of income is not going to cut it for you. So guys, I've really explained the details of transitioning from employee to entrepreneur and what mindset shifts you need to make. But I want to get into the possible challenges. As an employee with an entrepreneurial mindset, you're going to face discouragement, which is, going to, which is going to make you fearful and doubt your ability to fully embrace your entrepreneurial desires. I want you to notice when and where these emotions come up and what triggers them. Once you can do this, you can slowly phase yourself out of these situations and people who are bent on keeping you at one stage. Additionally, do not act on your feelings. Create a plan as to where you want to be and when you want to fully transition and what steps you need to take to get into this new identity. Now remember, from the moment you cross over, you will be the sole person responsible for the amount of money you make, your growth, your business, your future. You cannot blame anybody else. Make sure you are ready to start making tough decisions and investing in yourself. It will not be easy and sometimes you won't be able to discuss what you are thinking and feeling with your family and friends. Make sure your partner understands and they are on board so it will save you time and they will help to encourage you when the going gets tough. Most people are also limited by their person in their life or their partner, and you will need to get this encouragement very early. Like I said earlier, there will be times where you have to sacrifice personal time for business. If your significant other understands and they support you, then you'll be okay. So you have to ask yourself, will they support you even when they do not know the details of what you are doing? Think about it. As I wrap up, I find it fitting to say that most people do not take the first leap because of fear. They do not want to let go of the now and the life that they have now. Another thing is you might think that you will be the first person in your family to stand up and it's not going to be easy. If you're one of those, I want you to think about whether you are worried about being more successful in your family or is it pressure to not want more. There is so much thinking that keeps people comfortable but never aiming for much and this is one downside of the employee mindset. I'm saying this to help you understand that it's normal. 
These are some of the thoughts you can start to process very early on if you're on this journey. Of course, you're going to be the first in your family. Of course, they're not going to understand, but that's okay. Learn to be okay with this, but you do not have to do it all alone. I know a community of employees with side hustles and some solopreneurs who recently quit their jobs, who need, to, who need the community support. So you can get the support you need online. I'm here to help you. I'm here to support your growth in everything that you do. So feel free to reach out to me. Thank you so much for listening, and I really hope you played this episode a few times to so take some notes. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. If you are an entrepreneur going through the transition, I'd love to hear from you and possibly share your story in Season 2. Send me a DM on IG at Livelihood Matters Podcast to find out more about my one-on-one coaching where I can help you to package your skills and build the confidence you need to grow your business and bring you financial stability. Until next time, thank you for listening. Do not forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode and to share with a friend, family, girlfriend, and partner, Bope. That's all, folks. Bye.